In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul brings several instructions to us so we can examine our way and be sure that we are doing these things. Verse 16, Paul says, Rejoice evermore. That means be happy over the word. Rejoice over the word that saved us and took us out of the darkness of this world. Rejoice over the memory of having that happen. Rejoice over the word that is given to us as we go through this life and have problems rise up and we turn to God and say, help me, and he gives us the word and we know what to do. A sure thing from God. And we do that word and we rejoice over that word. An example of this is in 2021, I was just beaten up by destructive thoughts coming to my mind. What will happen to you if you can't walk? If you get to where you can't walk? If you get to where you can't walk, you can't live at Pam's house. You'll have to go to assisted living. What will happen to you if such and such? I cried out to God, help me. And instantly I was reminded of a word from the Bible. My God will supply all your need. And I said, oh, that's right, that's right. I rejoiced in that word. If any of this happened to me, God would supply my need. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. So rejoice in the word. Remember some of those words. Go back and think on some of those times. Think of the time when you were born again, when God revealed the word to you, and you were born again. In verse 17, Paul says, pray without ceasing. That may seem impossible to us. But really, in our heart at all times, we're saying, thank you, God. We're saying, praise God. We are remembering in our heart our salvation through God. Pray without ceasing. In everything, in verse 18, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything give thanks. Turn to God and thank him for all of the things that he has given you that you love. In everything give thanks. If you are a little downtrodden, a little depressed, and the devil is pulling you down, I know nothing that will turn it around faster than thinking on something that you're grateful for. As you think on that good thing that God has given you, and you rejoice in that, the devil will flee from you, and that depression will be gone. So Paul says, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And in verse 19, Paul says, quench not the spirit. This is so important. This fundamental concept 
of quench not the Spirit of God because it will give you boldness to speak the Word of God to that other person when you understand what this means. The Holy Spirit brings thoughts to our mind. He reminds us of Scripture. He reminds us of events and concepts. When you're with that other person, learn to recognize these thoughts given you by the Holy Spirit and do those things and say those things that the Holy Spirit brings to our mind because the Holy Spirit searches the heart of God to reveal to us the will of God. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. So as the Holy Spirit brings the scripture to our mind, we speak that scripture. As he brings a concept to our mind, we speak that concept. Here's an example of that. You yield to the Holy Spirit. I was talking with my aunt one day, and the Holy Spirit brought this to my mind. Tell your aunt about being taken into heaven. Ooh, I didn't want to do that because she's a Church of Christ member, and they are not people who rejoice in supernatural acts of God as a rule. But I knew that was the Holy Spirit telling me what to do. So I yielded to the Holy Spirit and did what he said. I said, Aunt Artis, right after I was born again, in the night, I was transported into heaven. I was with God. I was with Christ. I was with the Holy Spirit. I saw no images. This was a spiritual experience. But at that time, I was merged into the body of Jesus, God and the Holy Spirit witnessing this. And I was made one with the Word of God. A few nights later, the exact same thing happened to me again. As I spoke these words, I saw a very dreamy type look come upon the face of my aunt. She wasn't fearful. She wasn't angry. She wasn't upset at what I said to her. It was a dreamy look. She was remembering something. And when I finished talking, she said to me, something like that happened to me once, and it was all golden. When you yield to the Holy Spirit, really interesting things happen. I was on a buying trip for my business, and I was on a plane going to Albuquerque, New Mexico, to buy merchandise for my shop. As the wheels touched down on the runway in Albuquerque, I heard, be baptized. My cousin was meeting me at the plane to take me out to buy merchandise. So I said to Jean, when the plane landed, I heard from God, be baptized. So if you can set it up at church this afternoon, I'll be baptized before I go back to Dallas. She said, but you've already been baptized. I said, yes, but I wasn't born again the first time I was baptized. Now I'm born again, and I hear from God, 
be baptized. She said, well, okay. As we drove along the road, I began talking to her about things that God had done with me. I was so excited about God. And she said to me, well, I believe you are a Christian. I just don't know how you can be. I just laughed. In thinking back on it, I don't believe my cousin was born again. But she did set it up for me to be baptized that afternoon. I was surprised because when I got to the church building, about 15 of my relatives had gathered there waiting for me to be baptized. And I was further surprised that the young minister said, Would you like to say anything? And I said, Well, I guess so. And I just began speaking by the Holy Spirit, meaning I began speaking the things called to my mind by the Holy Spirit. I noticed one of my cousins, she was smiling with a big smile and her head was going up and down. Yes, I agree with that. Yes, yes, that's right, as I spoke. My uncle was crying. When we went up to the baptistry and the minister lowered me into the water, the Holy Spirit said to me, This is like being buried with Christ. As I came out of the water, the Holy Spirit said to me, This is like being raised with Christ. I dressed and went back downstairs where my relatives were. My uncle came to me and he said, I've never heard anything like you spoke today. Could you write that out for me and send it to me? And I said, well, I guess so. So when I got back to Dallas, I wrote it out and sent it to him. It was years later before I realized my uncle was born again at the time I spoke those words. There's a scripture which tells us go out and speak the gospel and God goes with us with signs following. And that is an example of obeying God. Be baptized is what I heard. And I didn't wait till I got back to Dallas. I set it up immediately to be baptized. And signs followed. My uncle was born again. Quench not the spirit. When the spirit of God brings to your mind a concept to do something, do it. Don't ignore it. Do it when you're sure it's God. When you're with another person and the Holy Spirit reminds you of something that he has told you and you did it, tell that other person what it was. Share it. If you fail to share it, you quench the Spirit of God. If he reminds you of a scripture, Share that scripture. That's the Holy Spirit falling upon you when he reminds you of something. The Spirit fell upon you. Share that which the Spirit says. Use this to motivate you. If you fail to share it, you are quenching the Spirit of God and discarding something that might 
result by sharing. I never plan out anything that I'm going to speak to anyone, whether it's just an individual coming to my house or whether it was back when I was on radio and spoke or back when I had meetings and spoke. God taught me, just share what I recall to your mind at that meeting. That will do the work. Learn to share by the Spirit of God rather than sharing by your own planning or by sharing to make yourself seem wise or clever or have something to say. Share by those things brought to your mind by the Spirit of God that will edify another person in the things of God and trust God. Sometimes I will say to God, please don't let me say anything unless it's something you want me to say. Often I say that when I'm going to a doctor's appointment or going to be with another person. Don't let me say anything except what you want me to say. And then I trust God that if he wants me to say something, he'll bring it to my memory. Rest in the Lord and the power of his might. But share by the Holy Spirit. Yield yourself to God. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.